Hey, it's us, Amanda and Megan. Glad you're here. Grab your juice box. Let's dive right in. All right, my sweet thing. Mm-hmm. You have had a week. Yeah, it, it's <sighs> been it's been a week. Is it going to be traumatic to talk about it, or would you like to get it off your chest? Let's. This is this is as good as therapy can get. I think. So awesome. Let's talk about awesome. it. So if you can't tell by my like raspy sexy manly voice I love it I think it's awesome <laughs> yeah my mother's day gift from the universe was COVID I mean how dare she I know it's crazy like who's got time for COVID no one no one especially moms yeah no one no but I finally caught it I had hoped that I was maybe immune and this was your first round right you yeah. have never had it before yeah every male in my home had it back at Christmas time but the girls and I that's crazy came out without so much as a sneeze. That's bizarre. So I don't know if this was a week with some kind of divine intervention telling us both to just right. cool our jets, right. take a break, yes, stop and savor all the things. Yes. But I also find that sign from the universe really inconvenient. Yeah. So, I mean, how, how was it? Was it, did you sleep all day? Did you have a sore throat? Like wh- how did it manifest itself in you? I had a sore throat. I had okay. a sore throat on Mother's Day. Okay. I didn't think much of it. Okay. Until Monday. Okay. When I thought, wow, I felt a lot like this when I got my vaccine and oh. my booster. Oh. And that's that's when I realized, wait a minute. Okay. I don't think this is allergies because that's what I thought it was. Hmm. Broke out the test and yeah, it was positive two lines mm. two lines how exciting <laughs> exciting times so what did you even do all week like what how did what well, I did all the mom things that you do at home because I'm not allowed to leave the house except for oh. dropping my kids off at school which so they wore boring. masks all week we followed all the CDC guidelines yeah no one call the CDC she's totally fine we're sitting six feet apart right now with bubbles over our heads call she's... the CDC like what are they gonna do <laughs> No, we we followed all the rules and guidelines, but my husband still had to work. Yeah. So it was life as usual, just on all the medications that you can take when you have a cold. Oh, did anything help? Uh, Two Benadryl at night. Oh. I slept so well. That sounds nice. (laughs) Actually really (laughs) slept great this entire Uh, time. Yeah. So there's that silver lining. And I mean, someone used to mention that you kept running the entire weekend. I was like, please don't do that. Stop doing that to yourself. Stop doing that. But you still did it. It was amazing. It was the only chance I had to just get out. Yeah. And it felt safe yeah. just to get out and That's run. Fair. Yeah. I don't know. And I you kept your sanity somehow. I would not have, but you kept your sanity somehow. I'm holding it together. Holding uh, it together. <laughs> You're doing a great job. It looks good over there. Thank you. Thank Very you. good. Yes. Well, I tried my best. To help you keep your sanity this week. You did. You were a lifesaver. I, you brought us dinner one night. Yeah, that was only because I had like leftovers in the fridge. I dumped on you. Did you? Well, they were the most delicious <laughs> and appreciated leftovers Actually, I've ever had in my life. You can be honest because I fed the same enchiladas to my family. And my kids were like, these are so spicy. I can't even eat this. And really? I was like, are you serious? No. They're not even spicy. <laughs> Everyone loved it. My kids loved okay. it. In fact, we were adding jalapenos. Like the oh. Trader Joe's pickled yeah, jalapenos yeah, that I, I could drink 
just eat straight from the oh, jar. That just gave I me heartburn just thinking about it. Oh my gosh. Okay. So it happens when you're in your 30s. No, those um, enchiladas are delicious. Okay. Delicioso. Oh, I love Okay. Well, um, yeah, so I knew you were not in a good place because you just, like, weren't yourself, which is fine, understandable. But then when I saw you on, like, what, Friday or something, and you were all going to pick up the kids from school, and you had all of your windows rolled down in your van. And I was like, why are all the windows? Like, I was like really confused. And I was like, well, this is a prime opportunity for an impromptu dance party to my favorite song, Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> and so you guys happened to pull up next to me at the stoplight. Right. And you, all your windows were already down. Yeah. So I rolled mine down. You did. And we started jamming to Cotton Eye Joe. And I don't you know did. if you picked up on this, but I was laughing so hard later because the guy in the motorcycle right in front of us yeah. obviously did not know that we were friends. No, he had no he idea. He thought we were strangers, and yeah. I was just trying to get you to dance. Yeah. So he started dancing. Did he you did. notice? He joined the dance party. He joined the dance party. Dancing is contagious. Yes. So I was just laughing because I was like, look at this guy. He doesn't even <laughs> know that like, we're already friends. But, I mean, Con I Joe gets you, doesn't it? It gets everyone. It gets yeah. everyone. If I turn it on, I cannot help but becoming an absolute freak on the floor. Like... <laughs> It's, it's too bad. Oh, no. It's too bad for the world. It's too bad. But the other thing that I tried to do this week, mm -hmm. I actually just brought it tonight, was, oh, man, it's a it's a head nod to the women of Utah. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. this week on my local city news podcast, they talked a lot about how Utahns have this weird obsession with soda that and sugar. And sweets, right? Yeah, they really do. You've picked up on this, haven't mm -hmm. you? Yeah, okay, it's yeah. hard to miss. It is hard to miss. There are soda stations, I would call them soda stations, on every corner. Mm -hmm. And I guess for people who aren't from Utah, it's like literally what a, can, a shack where you just can get any soda, mm -hmm. right? Any soda under the sun, and you make it dirty by adding like, <laughs> what do you add? Flavors, coconut, coconut vanilla, yeah, coconut. Lime. Yeah. You can add like all these flavors to your Diet Coke. So I think isn't a popular one like Diet Coke, lime and coconut or something like that? Sure. Yeah, I don't You're know. The I, well, I yeah, I don't know. But like as a Utah, I'm very perplexed by this habit that we have. I'm like, why are we all so intent on having diabetes? Like what's, <laughs> why are we doing this? So anyways, but today I was on my way to my second soccer game and you know, Megan, I was mm -hmm. parched. Mm -hmm. I was parched and after our long run, I was I needed something. But I don't like soda, as you know. Right. I, I don't drink it. But the line outside, there were two soda shops right across the street from each other. And they both had a line of about 20 cars. And it got me. You know how I have FOMO. I'm the perfect consumer. Mm -hmm. I got FOMO. So I got right in line. And I was like, well, let's see what happens here. I don't really want a soda. Let's see what my options are. They now have these water options. So you can get flat or sparkling. Mm -hmm. You can add pureed fruit and coconut to it. And Megan... My, oh, my. My life has changed. I can tell. You brought me one. I brought you one. You're not talking it up too much. It's really? delicious. Yeah. It is really, okay, really good. enjoyable. Okay. It's light and refreshing. It's, that's right. Flavorful. Yes. And it's not going to give us diabetes. It's right. not. It's not. I, I insist that you say diabetes. I don't know why. <laughs> I when wondered they if say, you were going to call When me they say on it that. on the commercials, they say diabetes, which I really think is hilarious. <laughs> so we're going to continue on with that trend. Stop. You can't make me laugh too much. Oh, tonight. does it hurt your ribs? No, well, maybe oh, a little bit. But I'm no, sorry. it's just because I sound like I'm like barking into the microphone. I love it. It's so it's fun. It's so awful. It's so funny. So do not so, make me okay. laugh tonight. That's fine. This is all. a very serious episode anyway. Zero laugh. Very serious. So, anyways, I just to our listeners, 10 out of 10 recommend going to a soda shack and 
actually knocking the socks off them by ordering water something, not soda. Hmm. Let's like turn this trend around, guys. Why don't you just get water with like pureed strawberries and mangoes like we just did and mm, 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 change your life and you'll be more hydrated. Hmm. That's my plug. (laughs) (laughs) The end. It's a good plug and it is delicious. Thank you. Thank you for the drink. You are sure welcome. Okay. So we have a lot of things we need to share this week. Mm. A lot. We got to get right into it. But before we do, I would like to touch on your personal babysitting journey, Megan, because with you being such an expert parent, heart, heart, heart. Um, you're wearing a shirt right now that says, look for the good. I don't know any other parent on the planet that wears a shirt like that. Yes, you do. No, I don't. It came from a parenting Yeah, but I'm pretty person. sure like you're her you're her like right hand man. That's why you own that shirt. No, do you know why I wear this shirt that says look why? for the good? Why? To remind me to look for the good. It's not for other people. It's, it's just to remind me. But you're so, already so good at it. Why would you want Oh that? listen to you. Stop. 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 So I wanna know where your babysitting journey mm-hmm. started because you're just so good. There's no way you're a rookie. Oh well, look at you. Well, my babysitting career began when I was between 10 and 12 years old. And I stayed home with my brother, who was five years younger. Okay. And during summer breaks, our parents would go to work. Okay. My mom worked half days. So it wasn't like we were on our own all day, every day. Right. But we fit the definition of latchkey kids perfectly. Oh, wait, Are you what does familiar that actually that? mean? I've heard no. that before, and usually I'll use that in like a really casual term, but I actually don't even know what latchkey means. So latchkey kids are kids between... Like ages five to thirteen ish, okay. who care for themselves while their parents are oh. away working. Okay. And I actually Googled this because I was curious where it came. It came from the World War II era when oh. dads were enlisted in the armed forces and moms found themselves working outside the home. Oh. Fun but what fun. is a latchkey? Like, what's so the- a latchkey kid? It used to be back in those days, the kids would wear their house key around their neck while they're just out running around acting like hooligans all day long. Wow. Now, we didn't run around with keys on our necks because we had garage door keypads. So you just run around with the keypad strapped to your belt. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh, sorry. I forgot. Okay. Don't laugh at that. That's not very funny. Anyway, but no, I would credit a lot of my independence, like self-sufficient nature, to those summers spent trying to keep my sweet little brother alive. But I like that. I don't know. Truthfully, most of the credit for keeping him alive should probably go to the Super Nintendo that we nah. have. But y'all Mario take and Luigi, yeah. best manies on the planet. Yeah. Yeah, good. Did you uh, ever babysit not like anyone besides your brother? Oh, for sure. Your brother yeah. Richard? <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> Rick. Ricky? Rick? <laughs> <laughs> No, I did. I did have babysitting, other babysitting gigs. Can I, I need to confess to you though. I okay. actually hated babysitting. That's okay. I think because I babysat my brother so much. Yeah. I did not enjoy babysitting outside That's of okay. my house. Yeah. So I did. I did babysit. But if I had an excuse or something else going on, mm-hmm. I absolutely took that instead of the babysitting That's job. That's great. And I had other jobs. I had my first job when I was 14. So I hmm. didn't feel like I needed to babysit. I, I want to ask what that 14-year-old job is, but then I feel like this would be an interesting episode. Ask all of our listeners what their jobs were mm. as teenagers. Yeah. I bet we'd have some really interesting ones. So what were you doing at age 14? I was working at baseball field concession stands. That's very cool. It was a lot of fun. That's very Good. cool. I just think that people shouldn't assume that all teenage girls like to babysit. So I like that you're forthcoming mm. about that because that's true. Not all teenage girls want to babysit. Yeah, I'll admit it. I'll admit yeah. it. 
So listeners agreed, the majority of you agreed, that 13 is the best age to start babysitting non-siblings. Okay. The, let's see, ages 12 and younger was like 18%. 12 and young. I mean, I think 12 and younger is like young. Yeah, it feels, feels young. young. feels young. Yeah, usually I will hire a 12-year-old if they have like younger siblings and have mm. obvious practice. Mm-hmm. But 13 feels better to me. Mm-hmm. Why? What's the difference between I don't here? know. Like maybe, because I think this is weird, but 12, you could still be in sixth grade. And I don't know why, but there's something about still being in elementary school that I'm like, I'm not so sure. Hmm. But if you're 13, you're presumably in middle school. Right. So it's like you maybe just know a little more. Don't let that get to your heads, all you middle schoolers. You don't actually know that much, okay? So calm down. But you can change a diaper. Well, maybe you can't even do that. But you can at least like call 911. Oh, my word. Okay. (laughs) Right. Yeah, we hope at that age. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hey, what about your babysitting journey? Because we are both the oldest of other siblings. So I'm sure you have some babysitting tales to tell. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I actually do, I did enjoy babysitting. So I would babysit a lot. Yeah. But I think the journey really begun, began, began when my parents birthed me and were like, oh, lo and behold, we have a daughter, a <laughs> babysitter in our midst because I mean, you have an oldest daughter, so yeah. kind of like par for the course. Right. So I have no hard feelings because that my career from henceforth, uh, wait, henceforth from fence. Henceforth, <laughs> the right words. <laughs> hence, henceforth, hence. Henceforth, this career has served me well. So, and when I meet someone, you know, who's been trained well in the field of childcare, my heart but can't help but scream with joy because I really admire people who are naturally good at loving and caring for children. Mm-hmm. So, like from the time I was twelve, and I think I did, I remember babysitting stranger kids, mm-hmm. orphans, basically homeless children. <laughs> <laughs> when I was 12. I remember starting when I was 12. And I've just, since then, I've always wanted to personify Mary Poppins. Well, you are practically I, perfect in every way. Enough. I'm not really. Oh, I forgot to start off this episode with a compliment. Dag nabbit. <laughs> yeah, I really, want to, I really want to be her. But coincidentally, I did some babysitting this week for mm-hmm. someone else. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it made me question whether or not I have the Mary Poppins complex anymore, frankly. What? Yes. I only had to babysit for one hour. Yeah. 60 minutes. And in that time, I had to call the mother twice, which is very unusual for me. Usually I'm like, I don't like, you're fine. Right. I'm fine. You already have four kids. Totally. If I can take care of four kids, how come I can't take care of one kid? Like it was very unusual, but it was unusual circumstances. Mm -hmm. And the final phone call, I was very flustered because... We were just playing dinosaurs on the on the floor, you know, just being normal things. Are you going to go there? Uh, yeah, I am. Okay. Right. I am because it was just, it was bizarre. And I looked at his, I, I looked at his face and I thought, I smell something unusual. And I looked behind him and there was a volcano coming out of his diaper. Okay. And I'm going to leave it at that. It was an actual volcano, an active volcano, not like. Not dormant. Not dormant. <laughs> Active. And I was like, holy smokes. And I just like picked him up. We ran to the bathtub uh-huh. because I didn't know what else to do with him. Right. Right. That's what I would have done with my own kids. I would yeah. just put him in the bathtub. And he did not like that. There was a little wet trail of lava all the way to the bathtub. And he did not like the cold bathtub. Mm-hmm. So I finally had to FaceTime his mom because I was like, oh, maybe if he sees her face, he'll calm down. And I was like, hello, um, when are you going to be home? Because I need to dunk your kid. 
and it's not happening. Mm-hmm. And finally, I was like, you know, I just can't stand the stench anymore. I'm dunking him. So I like stripped him off. He was not happy. He was freaking out. But I stripped him down. I took the bathtub and I just, I cleaned him off because I was like, you can't sit in this mm-hmm. until your mom comes. Yeah. But anyways, so yeah, we got him all squared away. I cleaned up the mess. That and is... the mom came home. Yeah. But it was just embarrassing, frankly. I was like, I'm what? a grown adult babysitter and I can't even handle, like, What? can't even handle this. No, it's not embarrassing. You could handle it. You did all the things that any seasoned (sighs) mother would do. You did an amazing job with the uh, circumstances that you were dealt. Thank you. You I mean, I tried, but it caught me off guard, man. Oh, man. I can't tell you the last time I dealt with a volcano in a diaper. Like, I I honestly can't. I hope for your sake that is the last time you ever deal with a volcano. It probably won't. No. But but we can only hope. We can only hope. Well, so good for you for coming out of that a strong. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You've earned your Mary Poppins I am, What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Oh, Quote yeah. Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Okay. Well, speaking of not a failed experience as the babysitter, you did not fail. However. Thank you for clarifying. We have a few examples, a few stories that you, the lovely, wonderful listeners submitted to us this week. They came through. They really yeah, did. They did. About your failed experiences as the babysitter. Yep. So okay. let's yeah. let's get into this. Okay. One of our listeners says. Well, and let's say what? let's start by saying well, I'm, what? I'm not going to scare you. Whoa. Relax. The, this kind of section, I would call it. Do you agree? These are embarrassing stories, but harmless essentially like mm-hmm. like no one is injured no one is hurt no one got in trouble like it was just kind of harmless do you agree yeah yeah absolutely okay, okay. So, so these are light-hearted yeah thank okay. you yep okay this listener says i was babysitting my siblings around christmas time we weren't supposed to play tag downstairs but we did and in an effort to get out of my reach my brothers dashed behind the fully decorated christmas tree and timber it all came crashing down yeah Along with the rest of your babysitting career. No, no, no. For better or for worse. No, but when you would babysit your siblings, yeah. did you ever do anything you knew you weren't I'm supposed sure. to do? I'm sure because of it. I, I have one confession. Oh. Mom, oh. I have a confession. Okay. If there was ice cream in the freezer, I would eat it straight out of the container. Are you not allowed to do that? Not as a child. Really? Not as a, I don't know. Well, I guess I would say but every time. Yeah, that's not allowed. Friday night babysitting? Ice cream. Yeah. Midday babysitting. Ice cream. Yeah. Wake up and walk down to the kitchen for breakfast on a weekday. Love it. Ice cream. Love it. Most of the time it was just one spoonful or two, but my love oh, you're for good. like possible addiction to yeah. ice cream manifested itself early you're and good. often in those babysitting years. Love it. You know, Megan, honestly, what they don't know, don't hurt them. Right. Up until this point, your mom was just fine without knowing that. And look, she's still just fine. She's actually probably not surprised at all. No. And you know what? <laughs> because she's so smart, she probably knew exactly when you were eating ice cream. And she just let you do it because that's how much she loved you. That's true. You know, it reminds me, one time I walked into the kitchen and I caught my oldest son with the whipped cream can, oh. like, just straight oh, into his mouth. Stars. He had no idea. I was like... I don't know. I don't know where I had been or what was going on, but I walk in and he's like mid spray in his mouth. <laughs> it's like how long have you been doing that? Yeah. Uh, 
It's not my first time. Yeah, no, yeah, okay, well, that's gross. yours now. Yep. Good to know. Yep. Oh, man. So gross. Gross kids. That's hilarious. Yeah, I was one of those kids. Okay. I love it. Now I know where your son gets it. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, this one says, I was watching my cousin when he was around the age of three. They had a pet fish on their table, which had never been an issue. Well, I went to the bathroom and came out with my cousin at the table. Rookie mistake. You should never go to the bathroom when you're babysitting. Never, ever, ever. Never. You better never. go right before yeah. you walk into that yeah. house. Yep. So she says, and he was holding the fish out of the bowl by its tail. I panicked and asked him what he was doing and to put, and to put the fish back in the water. And it turns out he just wanted to play with the fish. Of course he did. He wanted to do yeah, something totally. his parents would never totally. let him do. Why do kids see babysitters as a testing I ground? I don't know. Anytime we have a new babysitter, I'm positive my kids are going to use that first encounter as this crazy litmus test to yeah. see exactly what they can get away with. It's as if they can smell fear and panic and disinterest. And if they sense it, they will become unhinged. I mean, it kind of is a litmus test. Yeah. I don't, uh, yeah, like I would do that if I was a kid. Want to know how the, how what good the babysitter is, how they stand. Mm-hmm. Are they the Trunchbull or are they Mary Poppins? Ooh. You know, are they Miss Honey or are they Trunchbull? Mm. I don't know. But also, um, I think we'd be pretty impressed the kid caught the fish. That was the other part of the story. I was like, oh, oh caught absolutely. the fish. That's amazing. I like I had to clean my fish tank all the time. And I was like, that's a litmus test. Try to catch the fish <laughs> in the tank. I'm like, oh man, let's just dump this fish. <laughs> the next listener says, my niece, who is 12 years old, was standing on the toilet seat when her brother, who was seven, shoved her, causing her to slip and somehow get her lace up ankle high boot wedged in the toilet bowl. I think this is so funny. I did. I also wait. Oh. I also really love. When a younger sibling does it to an older sibling. I don't know why, because, like, it's always the older sibling that's, like, beating up on the younger sibling, right? Mm-hmm. So when a younger sibling pulls something like this and it actually is successful, I almost never come to my older kid's aid. Because I'm like, you deserve it. Yeah. You, so this 7-year-old got the 12-year-old's foot stuck in the toilet bowl. This is, this is beyond <laughs> successful. Okay. They go on to say, I did everything I could to pull it out, the foot, the shoe with the foot in it, out, without hurting her. It wasn't possible to untie the laces because they were under the pipe curve. Which is crazy. How does it get in there? Uh, I don't know. I've never tried it. Maybe you should. Okay. (laughs) I used scissors to cut the laces and the front part of the boot, but she got scared that I might stab her foot. Fair enough. Yeah. After an hour or so, I called the fire brigade. I, I know. What? I love that. <laughs> While waiting, I debated with myself on whether to call my brother and sister-in-law before or after the firefighter's arrival. The firefighters turned off the water system, unscrewed the toilet, and pulled it off the floor and somehow freed my niece's boot. That's crazy. My niece and I cried with relief. My nephew loved the whole thing, though. This is interesting. Can Are firefighters, like, trained to do everything at any time? Like, are they just, like, handymen who also, like, put out fires? Extreme handymen. Like, seriously, how did they, like, how did they know how to do that? That's so crazy to me. They had to take off the toilet? Don't firefighters get called for all sorts of emergencies, not just fires? So I'm sure they've seen. But why? That's what I mean. Why do they get called for everything? They must be trained, like, as to be the jack of all trades or something. That's a really good question. I don't know. Or maybe people they're, just call them because they're usually really hot. They're like, oh, I don't want to. I'm not going to call a plumber. Let me call the fire brigade. Oh, my word. I would. I would think a plumber might be cheaper. 
I don't know. Maybe. Tax dollars just, paying for the other guy. It just seems very maybe maybe the firefighters come because this is sort of emergent, right? Like if there's a body part involved mm. and they have the strength to take care of it. They EMTs they, EMTs yeah. seem like the people who, you know, take care of, of the, the person. severed foot. The foot that's been chopped off in the toilet. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what's happened. <laughs> yeah. Well oh, no. well. This reminded me of the one time that I was babysitting. I used to babysit for this family really regularly. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I babysat them from the time they were babies up until, like, teenagers. It was actually really fun. But um, one time I went with them on vacation and, like, the parents were gone. And I had the baby. I think he was probably, like, between a year and 18 months maybe. And he fell off of, like, the third stair from the patio mm-hmm. face first into, like, a pile of dirt. And he, like, came up, and there was, like, dirt in his nostrils and, like, in his eyes and his mouth. Like, it was disgusting. Nice. And I just remember thinking, I I need to clean this out right now because he's probably going to die. Like, I don't know why, but, you know, you're like, like, you're like, oh, my gosh, he's going to inhale the dirt. And what if it goes into his lungs? Like, you know how your mind just, like, spirals out of control? I, like, rushed him to the bathtub, and I turned it on full blast. I just, like, shoved his face under it. It was kind of like waterboarding. It was actually, in hindsight, <laughs> that's, like, not very safe. But I literally, like, rinsed him clean. And then I didn't tell the parents. And so hearing this story, I had the thought, you should tell the parents. And coincidentally, I saw this family at a wedding, at their son's wedding, like a month ago. The son that fell uh-huh. first, first in the and dirt. And I told him the story. And I said, just so you know, like a long, you know, a long time ago, this happened. And I've always felt kind of bad for not telling you. you know, I would like to get off my chest. And they were like laughing. Like, that's so funny. And I was like, no, but really, like, I don't know why I didn't tell you. Yeah. So I wonder if this girl, she had to have told. The parents. Well, the toilet's if, gone. If the firefighters <laughs> arrived and yeah, pulled. They yeah. unscrewed the toilet and pulled it yeah. off the floor. Yeah. So I'm sure that left a mark. I mean, isn't it just a good I mean, maybe it rule didn't. of thumb? Just tell the parents. It's better Always. just to tell the parents. Always. Like, don't keep it yes. to yourself because then if like the kids tell, like relay what happened. Right. It might be misconstrued. Like, let's mm-hmm. just. Be honest. Oh, if the kids relay it, it will be misconstrued. It will be misconstrued. It will not be accurate. Well, I mean, I think there's a story later about something like this. Mm. Yes. Well, this this next submission is just a nice old one-liner. One time, a kid pulled a dead bat out of his pocket. I was not prepared for that. <laughs> That's so How gross. can you be? Where do you, Ew, Where do you get a dead so bat? So gross. So gross. Remember that time when a bat flew up my head and I pulled, a li- <laughs> I pulled my hamstring trying to get out of its way? <laughs> that was terrifying. I do remember that story. That was terrifying. Okay, well, the next batch of submissions, we'll call it um, You Never Have to Babysit for Them Again because these ones are kind of like ugh, cringy. So the first one says, I was the sitter sitting for free as a way to get high school mandated service hours, and I was maybe 14. It was my first time watching these two elementary school kids. I was relatively inexperienced, and their mother said to call her if they wanted snacks. Okay, that's the first part that I just want you to let sit. They want She wanted the babysitter to call her if the kids wanted snacks. Okay, mm-hmm. so, like, why not just, like, stay on the phone the entire time? I don't know. Or just say, if they want snacks, they can have this. That seems more logical. Mm-hmm. And then she said she'd be in a very important meeting and not to bother her unless it was critical. Okay. Mixed messages. Mixed messages. So when her kids asked for popcorn, I didn't take it didn't take much manipulation from them to convince me to make it without calling her for permission. Then they told me their mother required all garbage to be shredded. I was very naive and didn't realize that these maniacal kids were just getting me to minimize the evidence. So agreeably shredding the popcorn bag with scissors into the garbage. 
Oh, my word. I know. Like, oh, man, I just feel bad. I just feel so bad for her. The next day, my mom got a very angry call from this mother swearing up a storm about how purposefully deceitful and terrible I was and how I would never be invited back to babysit. And she would make sure the whole neighborhood knew how awful I was because I made popcorn for her kids without permission and shredded the bag like they told me to (laughs) while babysitting for free. I wasn't punished by my mom, but I was mortified and felt like I had definitely done something horribly wrong. As an adult, it became very clear that these kids definitely pulled this with all of their babysitters. Oy. Good on the mom, at least. The, the mom for the, standing up for the daughter. Yeah, 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 for not punishing her daughter. Yeah. Way to go, mom, for recognizing yep. the situation. Yep. I mean, I just have too many thoughts to share, and I just feel like they're way too judgmental, so you better mm. just, like, wrap this up. Well, this proves my point, right? That kids can smell uncertainty Mm. on a babysitter and they will use it to their advantage. Right. What if future babysitters were required to shadow a family for an evening when the parents are home? So the babysitter-to-be can see how kids are supposed to act and how the parents handle certain situations. I feel like this would make everyone's lives so much easier. It's a good point. They can see all the routines, all the weird little quirks and nuances. My kids like a bedtime. My girls mm-hmm. like to have a song sung to them at bedtime. Mm-hmm. And half of our babysitters like, I don't, your kids wanted me to sing some song. I didn't know what it was. So I just sang some songs to them. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Sorry I didn't tell you about yeah. that time. That's a you good know, idea. Just little things that if a babysitter came in and saw how things ran, uh-huh. that would make things so much easier I agree. for that sweet babysitter. I agree. Yep, I think that's a great idea. Good idea. Okay. <laughs> yeah, not that we're going to do it, but I like I mean, that's it. a lot of work, but it yeah, is. I like the idea. It is. Yeah. Okay, next submission says, my husband and I took on babysitting for some friends of ours. They had four kids, all under the age of 10. Whoa, that's uh, generous. Yeah, it is. Oh, that's, that's kind. That's also like any of our babysitters. That's our uh, Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> this, right. When you say this, it like that, you're right. The story could also be about yeah. us. All right. Well, anyways, that's not that generous. Keep on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The kids were honestly pretty good. Oh, nope. It's not a story about my kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. It was the parents who we struggled with. The mom would text me well in advance to schedule a date and time. Often, she would ask for us to come over as early as 4 p.m., requiring me to leave work early. Whoa, where on earth could you be going at 4 p.m.? My husband and I would show up at 4, and the mom and dad wouldn't be ready to go. Most of the time, we would be waiting up to an hour and a half for the mom and dad to leave. Why did they ask us to come at 4 then? Wow, okay, pause for a second, Mm -hmm. because this is an interesting idea. So I actually start paying babysitters when they arrive. Is that what you do? Like the moment they walk yeah. in my door, I start paying them, even yeah. if I'm not ready to go. Yeah. But I don't you feel like it's so awkward to hang around while your babysitter's there? Absolutely. So usually, like, so is it bad that sometimes I am literally out the door within a minute of them getting there? No. I'm like, hey, you babysat for me before? You know the drill? Thanks so much. Bye. Yeah, we do the same. But sometimes I'm like, oh, is that like rude that I'm not like, well, do you want to like chit chat before? Like, I don't actually know what the protocol is. Mm, we do have quite a few of our babysitters will chit chat afterwards. Okay, same. Because then you're not interrupted by kids. Same. So you can really just pay attention to them. But no, never yeah. before. We They come, we leave. Yeah. But for this couple to make them wait for an hour and a half, mm-hmm. that's so rude and so disrespectful. Okay, wait, it gets better. 
Oh, they would okay. also never be back when they said they would be. Oh. And we found ourselves getting home between 11 p.m. and midnight. They what? wouldn't pay us oh. for our time of being at the house when they were there, even though they asked us to come at that time. An eight-hour babysitting job would result in maybe $40 for me and my husband. Oh, my goodness. It gets better. Okay, well, I hope so because this is bad. Oh, well, then oh, it's it, going it to get better. Worse. Okay. <laughs> she says, before we quit, the same family was going to be moving and we knew they needed help. We offered to take their kids for a full Saturday so the mom and dad could work together packing, organizing, cleaning, etc. Oh. We took the kids to the movies, got pizza, and went to the park. We had the kids for 10 hours. Oh. When bedtime rolled around, I called the mom to let her know that we were on our way back with the kids. She asked if we could babysit the kids when we got there so the mom and dad could go to dinner and a movie. No. We said no. Oh, way to be, lady. Way to be. Way to say no and stick it to the mom. No. We had plans to go out ourselves. We dropped the kids off, and it was apparent that very little to no work had been done in the house. We still have no idea what the parents did all day with no kids. We were fuming. We didn't get paid because technically we did it to be a service to them. But we also didn't get reimbursed for pizza and the movie for the kids. We truly felt taken advantage of that day. Yeah, because they were. That is terrible yeah and like we oh. said, you never have to babysit again after that nope you're done you've paid your dues to humanity in the babysitting realm you're done this this actually perplexes me because i don't know if you remember this but maybe back in april or something my parents offered to watch my kids for a full saturday mm. so that we could do yard work i dropped my kids off at nine and i went and picked them up at six and i kid you not those are the most precious nine hours I've had all year. And Megan, I did not stop to pee or eat for nine hours because that is wasted time. <laughs> if someone is going to voluntarily serve you mm-hmm. by taking care of your kids, you better use every minute of that like it's your last one on earth. Otherwise, you don't deserve any more serve. Well, that was actually kind of harsh. <laughs> okay, wait. Let's back up there. Otherwise... Otherwise, they don't deserve those babysitting hours that they were given. Thank you. Maybe. You should fast and hold your bladder all day to get whatever needs to be done, done. And then when the kids come home, go back to life as normal. Right, right. Absolutely. That infuriates me. Mm. Okay, well, is the next one as infuriating? Am I, am I going to be okay here? What's happening? Uh, there are quite a few more. I oh, hope. My Take deep breaths. Okay, deep breaths. Here we go. Okay, here it goes. The next listener says, My mother always volunteered me to babysit. There was one family in the neighborhood that all the kids knew were particularly awful. And guess what? Yep, my mom told them I would watch their four monsters one night. (laughs) It was hell from the start. The place was relatively clean when I got there. Within an hour, you couldn't see the living room floor. Their dinners were thrown on the kitchen floor, each other and me. I finally lost it. I had an excellent yelling voice back then, and I let loose, telling them to help me clean up their mess. Of course, they didn't really do anything while I was cleaning. The oldest, an 11-year-old boy, I was 13 at the time, by the way, kept whispering something to the other kids. 
but I ignored it because they were finally being quiet. Wait, she's being, she's 13. Mm-hmm. That's like a nothing. That's like a baby. Like how can you even, they don't even take you seriously. Oh gosh. Okay. No. Anyways. Okay. Okay. All the kids are being quiet. Suddenly the oldest shouted now. The other kids grabbed different parts of me while he got behind me and started wrapping a jump rope around my throat. Holy smokes. Luckily, I was strong enough to shove the little ones off and rolled back over the kid with the rope. I left, walked home, and told my mom what had happened. She went to their place for the rest of the night and told the parents that the kids had a little fight, but I wouldn't be watching them anymore. I'd never forgiven her for that. Yeah, understandably. That this mom, I don't know. I don't know. This has got me thinking in all sorts of directions. First mm-hmm. of all, as a mom, I don't think I will ever volunteer one of my daughters to babysit. If they're the ones that are going to do the work, then they need to be on board 100%. Mhm. Mhm. Second. Okay. What's the protocol as a babysitter if you are completely in over your head? Cuz as the parent, I have never been in that position. Mhm. Like, yeah, I've been in stressful like you know, situations, but like that type of situation, I, do you just call the cops? What like what do you do? I actually don't know. <laughs> well, babysitting is like who wants to be a millionaire, right? Except it turns out you're making less than minimum wage, but mm. lives are on the line, and you mm. get like three lifelines when you're unsure of what to do or how to handle a situation, okay. right? What are okay. the lifelines? Ask the audience, which okay. means you're risking your pay on the reliability of the little minions you're watching. Okay. Very risky. Okay. 50-50. Okay. Do you or do you not text the parents while they're out? Oh. Possibly disturbing them and maybe causing them to question your ability to keep their kids alive. What? Their kids are terrors. Oh. Or phone a friend. And this is by far uh. the most valuable and reliable lifeline because in this no. case, your all-knowing friend is your mom. That's right. And this is, hands down, the best option You're when right. any babysitting job goes south. Like This person did the right thing. Right. They got their mom. You're right. Okay, but wait, did that mom do the right thing by just telling the parents that the kids got in a little fight? That's I, tricky. That's pretty traumatizing. I think it I would is. have said something because I think that is not appropriate. Right. No, that is tricky. And we don't have the whole story, right? We mm-hmm. I know you just You're roll so your good. eyes. You're so we good at this. We don't You're know so what good. the other family I is know. like or what the situation was. You're right. I'm sure it was horrific and traumatizing. Yes. I'm sure it was. Yes. Maybe the mom also had a good reason for saying what she said. And maybe it's not mm-hmm. justified. I don't know. If I were in that situation, I agree with you. I probably would have said a little <sighs> more. You're so mature, Megan. Where did this come from? COVID. Oh wow. And <laughs> I will cough on me now. I'm ready to I'm ready to take the leap into maturity. No. This that's amazing. Well, the next one is actually quite interesting. Mm. I have thought about this all week. Are you ready? Okay. I she hope says, so. I had parents fake a break-in to see how I'd react. <laughs> Okay. Inappropriate. (laughs) For context, I was no older than 15 and had been watching their kids since I was 12. So, like, they're not strangers. Right. They're friends. But she says the kids were monsters. But that's besides the point. 
They've lived down the road from me and the kids were six and eight at the time. The parents told me they'd be home at 11 p.m. And the plan was to get the kids to bed around nine. As it was getting close to their bedtime, the kids and I were in the living room watching TV. It was completely dark outside. We had most of the lights off and the kids were starting to doze. Then I heard what sounded like a thud coming from the front of the house where the door was. <laughs> and I heard a little more shuffling and I started to panic. The living room and kitchen were connected. So I quietly grabbed my phone and steak knife and went around the corner to see what <laughs> oh, No, 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 no. Oh, I missed, I missed one sentence. She had the kids sit quietly like she had the kids sit quietly behind the couch under a blanket. Right. But then you said I quietly grabbed my phone and steak knife. Like she already had a steak knife just sitting next to her on the couch. <laughs> just eat a steak. Eat a steak. Because <laughs> they get burgled. <laughs> Hold on, I'm not done with this bite. Like that's just a normal thing for babysitter to walk around with. Hang on, I got my steak knife in my belt, ready to go. Okay, well, no, she she grabbed her phone and a steak knife, and she went around the corner to see what's making the noise. And as I rounded the corner, wielding the knife, the parents jumped out and yelled "boo," and then started laughing like idiots. Awful. My heart dropped, and I nearly stabbed someone. They went on to tell me how they were home early and just wanted to see how I'd react to an intruder. I was not pleased, but figured at the very least I'd get to go home early. Nope. They had a hot tub on their back deck and asked me to wait inside and put their kids to bed while they got into the hot tub. So I stayed for another hour or so while the kids were asleep, and they were in the hot tub making out. Gross. So, lots of thoughts here. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's try and organize them. Mm -hmm. So, if you're on your way home early... Mm -hmm. Do you text your babysitter? Yeah. I do too. Does not seem like a considerate thing to do? Like, what if they're like on your toilet or something? They don't want to be like, they don't want to like, you don't want to walk in and be like, I'm home. They're like, oh crap. Just like that pun. Just yeah. that pun. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> right? I feel like that's uh -huh. a polite thing to do if you're on your way. And actually, even if I'm on time, mm -hmm. also text and she's like, I'm on my way. See mm -hmm. you in 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Does yeah. that seem like polite? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Second, what would you do? If an intruder intruded. <laughs> <laughs> well, just the other week. What? I got to have a little experience. What? Yeah. Oh, my. Uh, so I can answer this honestly because my husband okay. was on overnight call at the hospital. Okay. And I woke up to the sound of glass shattering Ooh. at five in the morning. Oh. And my husband has a hobby that I usually roll my eyes at, and that is making our home a smart home. Yes. Don't get me started. Yes. But at this exact moment, my smart home reached genius, life-saving status. Really? Because I was freaked out. I thought someone had broken one of our windows, had broken in. I don't know. But yeah. I grabbed my phone, and using the smart home app, I began turning on every single light in the house from under my covers, like every light. Okay, so wait, you, you went into turtle mode. Yeah. And turned sure. on the lights. Yeah, turned on all okay, the lights. Great. Okay, great. And then waited and checked the front and back yard ring cameras. No movement. Okay. And then I called my husband. Okay. Came out of my, my shell. Okay. Bed, <laughs> and I made him stay on the phone with me while I slowly walked down the stairs. Because here's the deal. Did you have any weapons in your hands? No. I had a phone. Okay. And I your fist. Really, I was really hoping... Not to catch an intruder, but just that maybe I'd given the criminal enough time to flee the scene of the crime, right? Okay. Like if I turn on all the lights. It scares them. 
I hope. I don't know. And give them enough time to just grab whatever you want and please leave the house. I don't know. It turns out the large, a large glass picture frame had fallen and shattered everywhere. Very unusual. It was kind of weird. It must have been a tiny earthquake or a ghost or something. That makes it feel (laughs) so much better. (laughs) I was relieved. At the time, maybe not now, but I, I really was so relieved when I saw it was this like giant picture frame sure. shattered all over that sure. I just closed the door to that room and I mean, went upstairs yeah, it is and went back to bed. It is <laughs> it's spooky. Like, deal with it in the morning. Yeah. And were you able to go back to bed? Because sometimes after that, I'm like too frazzled. I have a hard time going I back to bed. I don't remember. I don't remember if I went back to bed or not, but I just remember thinking that probably wasn't the best way to handle that situation or the safest way. Really? But that was definitely the way. Yeah, well, I mean, what I probably, should you have done? Probably not have gone downstairs. I don't what? know. I don't know. I didn't, like you said, I didn't have a weapon. Should I have had a baseball bat or something? Right Do by I need your to bedroom it? door, a bunch of weights, man. Okay. Grab your 20-pound weight and get ready to launch that thing. That is smart. That actually is really wise. I'm going to remember that. But your husband used to travel for work and be gone oh, yeah. for significant amounts yeah. of time. And I know, I know you. Uh-huh. You have put some thought. <laughs> You've put some thought into this. So I'm dying to hear, what would you do yeah. in a break-in situation? What would I you mean, do? honestly, if someone should uh, – should I say this? Nope, don't. Okay, well, this is what I think – I would do. Okay. And I'm curious if I actually would do it, but I think I really would. The only snafu is that I wear contacts, right? Mm-hmm. And so it would, it w- I would be flustered to make this plan come to fruition because I can't see clearly. Don't you have glasses? I do, but they're not usually by my bedside table. So I like need to like get them handy. Right. I need to ready. put weights by my bedside yeah. table and yeah. you need to put your glasses by bedside table. That's right. Mm-hmm. So what I think I would do is this. The intruder I imagine to be <laughs> but no somewhere in my somewhere in my home, and we'll just say he's at my bedroom door. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I I get up and I and I would say, actually, let's go back. I'm in the kitchen <laughs> because because I had this thought oh, the other no. day because I did actually think someone came into my house while I was making dinner. I did. It, it was like one of my kids, but I didn't see him come in. And this is what I imagined I was going to do. I imagined that I was going to be like, hi, can I help you? Because what does an intruder expect you to do? They expect you to freak out, right? They are prepared for you to freak out, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay? So I think I would get my phone and call 911 <laughs> while I'm on the Hi. phone. May I take your order? What would you like? <laughs> well, no, if you're calm. I'm and making you... sandwiches. Would you like one? Must be for turkey, man. What do you want? <laughs> um, no, but like if, you, if you're acting calm, uh-huh. it's actually not that unusual to like grab your phone and be like, Hi, what can I do for you mm-hmm. while calling 911? And I would just have it like on silent mm-hmm. and I have it laid down. And I would say, What can I do for you? And he'd probably be like, Put your hands up. And I would look <laughs> at him and say, Are you sure you want to do this? Because you can either turn around right now and presumably like live your life Uh or you can try and attack me and I'm going to kill you (laughs) or, or, and, or, and if, and if you don't die, you'll go to jail for the rest of your life. You're going to ruin your life. So I I imagine myself kind of having like a little heart to heart Mm -hmm. with the intruder. Mm -hmm. Well, you're good at that. I mean, you have heart to heart with. My kids all the time. Oh, oh, well, that's kind. But, you know, they it's haven't like ever tried to burgle me. Well, I was, like, negotiating with 
hostages or terrorists. I don't yeah, know. Totally. Totally. But if I don't have my contacts in, I think it'll be harder for me to like take the situation seriously because I can't see. So I'll just be like <laughs> flailing blindly. But also I, if I've told, I've told myself that if someone does come in, mm-hmm. they, they are, I'm not going to go down easily. Mm-hmm. I'm going to turn into a psycho crazy person. And you know, that'll surprise them enough. They'll be like, whoa, this was a mistake. I'm leaving this house. That would. So I don't know. Do you think that's like realistic? I actually wonder what would happen. But do you think that's realistic? I actually hope we never find out. But too, maybe. But we never know. I, I do have some questions about how you would be able to deliver your one line at the beginning. Uh, hi. What do you mean? How can I help you? While also doing all the phone things, dialing all the things, dialing 911, uh-huh. muting your phone. Uh-huh. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I don't know. How easy that yeah, would be. I don't be. know either, but I just Keep think... eye contact with the person and yet also do the magic on the phone. I don't know. I don't know. Because if you look down at your phone, they're going to see you and they're going to totally. say something. Totally. But like, doesn't matter. I've already caught them off guard by being like, hey, do you... And I think I'd all say to them, do you just want money? Do you want food? Do you want a TV? I'd be happy to send you, give you Would my Would you TV. like a small child? Would you actually? No. Four. Hard, hard pass on the children. <laughs> I need my children for manual labor down the road. Uh, but, yes, yes. but, you know, they usually just need something. It's like, mm-hmm, what would you like? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can actually just give it to you. Chicken. You can give them a chicken. You, you actually can't have that either. But <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, anyways, <laughs> that's beside the point. But that's actually my plan. Mm-hmm. It's I'm a just, good plan. Hey, I love that you've thought about that. I've thought about this many times. Mm-hmm. Seriously, I, I just always want to say to them, are you sure you want to do this? Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Because I don't know. feels like a bad idea. But it's fine. <laughs> okay, next. All right. The next listener says, I used to be a nanny and have all kinds of stories. My worst was a five-year-old who punched me in the head while I was sitting down for sending him to his room. Then he got me in the stomach when I stood up. For a little guy, he was strong. My ear was ringing for most of the day. His parents defended him because it was obviously my fault that he shoved his sister off the steps of the bus. I left them some resources for behavioral health, but I was done after that night. Yeah, rightfully so. I think it's because she left resources. That's funny. That's like pretty mature. Yeah. But also like, I'm ashamed of that mother. I don't know. I feel like if so. Yes, Megan. Whoa. If, if the babysitter says to me one time, oh yeah, your kids punch each other. And I would never say to her, well, shame on you for allowing them to punch each other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, I feel like you should always stand up for the babysitter. Your kids know better than that. Not your, like, kids know better than that. Right. You don't act like that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like That's tricky. That doesn't That's really, tricky. I don't really get that one. We can uh, only speculate. Oh, man. Okay. So I, one time I do want you to be judgmental. I, I dare you to be judgmental sometime. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm waiting for it. I'm on the edge of my seat. Okay. So she says, I was supposed to be babysitting my three younger siblings and was, of course, not paying attention. I like that she just fesses up to it. I wasn't paying attention. My youngest sibling, wild child that he was, smacked his head against a metal log holder by our fireplace and began spouting blood all over the kitchen floor while my parents were out. Oof. Yeah. Okay. More terrified of being caught than him bleeding out, I herded everyone into a bathroom. Yeah, that seems like safe, confined space. Just find the <laughs> tiniest space you can find. Get them all in there. And made my other two siblings hold their probably filthy hands on the wound while I panicked and eventually ruined several of my mom's best towels stopping the blood. The cut ended up being relatively minor, so my parents never actually saw it. But my mom did wonder why her towels were missing and the kitchen floor was stained darker in a few spots. Okay, that is resourcefulness. But how I don't know. mom not notice? Yeah, I don't know. Would you notice if a bunch of your towels 
disappeared. Totally. Yeah, I would, but mostly because we've been using the same six towels for our entire marriage. If a towel goes missing, I will hunt it down. How do you not notice any of that? I don't know. Or the flesh wound. I don't know. How do you not notice? Yeah, I don't know. I I am perplexed by that. Unless maybe it was an, an obscure place. And you know, what if this brother had like a bowl cut? So like his he hair? his head. It says he smacked his head. That's what I mean. Megan, that's what I said. He has a bowl cut. So it literally covers the wound. It comes right down to his eyelashes and it goes all the way around in a square line. Yes, if you have a bowl cut and yeah. never... I, okay. Yeah. You, the hair doesn't act as padding, Megan. You can still get injured if you have a bowl cut. <laughs> but the hair will just hide the cut. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I'm also perplexed by this, but... She figured it out, didn't she? She did. Nothing. Yeah, that was probably right to just herd everyone into the bathroom and just take control. Way to take control here, listener. That is way to go. Oh, man. Love it. Okay, here's the last one. Last one, best one. Oh, man. And then there was that one time, she says, that I let one 10-year-old neighbor kid watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre while his parents were out because I guess I'd just given up all pretenses of responsibility by then. Sorry if that traumatized you, Joe. I was (gasps) traumatized too. Wait, she was traumatized too? So she, they both watched this movie and she had no idea what it was? Yeah, I guess. What? Never do you get to babysit again. No. That's You're done. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about you, but, like, I'm a real lightweight when it comes to movies. Mm-hmm. This would have never gone over for me. No. Like, this lady is obviously a really good babysitter because if she can watch a movie like that while being in charge of a house on her own, she is a brave soul. I'd like to have her watch my kids. She could. She would actually probably face this intruder like I would, Megan. She'd be like, excuse me, sir, you're not welcome here. We're watching Finding Nemo. Get out. She probably does carry a steak knife with her. She probably does. Tucked into her sock. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, <laughs> but anyways, no. I just, oh, I, that's spooky. I don't like scary stuff like that. No. Nope, Do you watch nope. scary movies? No, no, no. I am also a lightweight. I yeah. can't. Have you seen How Easily I Startle? Yes. Yes, Ah, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, no. Yes. I don't do scary movies. I don't ever. like it. If it has the potential to be real, yeah. don't like it. No. No. Do you know how I watch scary movies? With your ears plugged? Ears plugged. Say you know, with With... <laughs> Fingers over my eyes. To keep Let me them take close. a picture of you right now. Yes, Let me how. take a picture of you doing that for all of our listeners. <laughs> Make it, that's, that that's doesn't how look I like watch real. scary movies. I, I just clo- I just I close my eyes, but I do plug my ears. Yeah. I do plug my ears. I cannot mm-hmm. listen to it. Mm-mm. Nope, no. So there's no point. No point in even watching them because I won't see anything anyway. So spooky. <sighs> Anyways, okay. No. Well, we've learned a lot. I think I will be paying my own babysitters a little bit more mm-hmm. for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. Upping that communication game. Upping the communication game and, mm-hmm. of course, leaving a few steak knives accessible. <laughs> I'll make sure to show them where they are next time. Good call. Okay. Good plan. Okay. Now, everyone, go out. Go forth. Be a friend to everyone. We appreciate you and your stories. Always appreciate your stories. So fun. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.